Besides taking so, credit, that was pretty easy. So, yeah, yeah, I'm taking credit. That's what. Let the record be shown. Doing this in here was uh, my uh, idea. This is the type of blooper content that people are looking for. Maybe this should just be our content from now on. We just sit here and argue with each other like we do all day, every day. I bet we would get better ratings than... We probably would. We're trying to bring like the good information out to people. But I'll tell you. What it comes down to it. it comes down to, you people really drama. just want to hear it's, other people bitch. They want to see people bitch at each other about who's right and who's wrong. Everybody loves to have an opinion. Listen, I'm the team leader, so I'm right by default. This episode will be a fun one. I think we're in the episode right now. No, we're not. I think we are in millennia. So we're not. We're back. not in the episode right now. Uh, no, I that's think okay. that'd be getting far. I think what we just said was funny. Hey, listen, there's more where that came from, right? Welcome back to Millennia, the no BS real estate solutions for millennials, entertaining you while facing real life issues and giving you the tools, resources, and know-how to keep you moving up towards your housing goals. We're your hosts, Jen Anusky and Seth Lejeune, coming out of the greater Philadelphia area, and we are Millennia. Today, we are going to talk about a topic that Jen doesn't even know why we're talking about. Oh my God. Okay. So normally we'll kick off an episode with, hey, welcome back to Millennia. Yeah. Tell you why we picked the topic that we're going to be talking about today. And I'm going to start this with, I have no idea why we picked this topic. Seth came to me to say, we need to do, it's urgent. We need to do an episode <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> why. on why. This is, this is urgent. This is pressing. This is imperative that we do this episode. Don't make me sound Nailed like it. I'm a freaking like, like army general. <laughs> Jesus. You're the team. Are, are we going to have fun? To, are we going to have fun or not? I'm having a great time. I know you He said that we need to talk about and address why owning a home is still a great investment. But the reason why I said I don't know why this is such a pressing matter and why this is so important is obviously, of course, buying a house is a great investment. Who is saying that it's not? Apparently, people. Apparently, I'm living in my own little world. We're going to explain to those who don't think that it's a great investment or Wait, have some... Let me ask you something. How much stock do you own? Why you got to go there? Do you own equities or mutual funds? Or do you own timeshares? Do you own all those things or no? No, so what we talked about in our last episode about if you want to do those things, talk to your accountant so you can <laughs> show that you make money. <laughs> the, I, it's not about you specifically. Does every single person in this country own stock? Okay, no. And the reason why I don't is I don't entirely understand it. You don't entirely understand it. Okay, fine. So now we're doing well, it because... Just on the baseline, I can win this argument right now. <laughs> That's fine. That's why we're doing it. No, no, I can win this argument right now. Some people literally just don't have the money. Yes, for them, it's not a good investment. Okay, well... Or enough money to do it, which is it's not a good investment. The, the context of this question really is... Well, that's a... Buying a house is still a good investment, but can you make that investment are, I think, are two different things. The question's so broad that you have to qualify it. So, is it still a good investment? Welcome to another episode of Jen... Seth tells Jen why she's wrong. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good investment as, as a matter of a housing investment policy? Meaning, should you rent for your entire life or should you buy a house your entire life? I know the answer to that. Now, I would argue, and we probably will have an agreement here, that <sighs> over the course of the... We've been agreeing entire, too much in the last few episodes. Know, we had this. to spice it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over the course of a lifetime, absolutely, buying a home and, and being a homeowner is a better investment than renting. That goes without saying. That's not, that, that wasn't the point of what I wanted to talk about. Okay. My point is, is that is it a good investment, like, all the time? Okay. It's not. Agreed. Yeah. 
And I want to be real with people because it's the easiest thing here is to get on like a podcast, a couple of realtors. We're incentivized to sell houses. We're incentivized to help people buy houses. I just wanted to make sure that we were clear that we were also going to talk about what's real. It's hard out there for people. Yes. It's not always the right thing to buy a house. And right. I'm a realtor on a podcast and this is going to be on YouTube and an Apple Pocket. I'm a realtor saying that I cannot tell you the last time I heard anyone in the real estate business say that. And I want to make just be on the record. There are times when it is not the right thing to buy a house. Okay, that I can agree to. Yes. You, oh, okay. I do agree to that. Yes. You do agree of to that. Of course, there are times. There are times. If you're looking, and again, this goes into being able to lay the groundwork, but you don't know what you don't know. What people should not do is have stuck in their head and just tell themselves without actually having any of the facts in front of them to say, oh, well, I can't do it. And to just not do it. No, Find no, no. That's that, that's a that's a informational. That's an educational bucket you're talking about. I'm talking about like when it doesn't make sense. If two people are divorcing, yeah, and one person like doesn't have the ability to buy, like they shouldn't twist themselves into a pretzel trying to make that happen because that's what they've done for the last 25 years. Sometimes strategically, it's better to rent. It just is. And I don't know what to tell everybody. Downsizers. Another huge one. You're moving out of this big house, a big like 2,500 square foot house. You've raised your kids or your kids have moved across the country. You can't handle all the house. Maybe the, the best thing to do is to rent a house for a year or two, see where you get, leave your options open. A lot of times downsizers, they don't know if they're going to move and follow their kids across the country. They might move to Florida. But the idea that they have to go and buy another house is not necessarily, I, I don't think that's a, that's a message that comes out of the real estate industry nearly enough. It's all about, no, 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 you should just go buy another house. And it's, that's what the realtor playbook says. And I don't want to like betray the brother and sisterhood here. But I am very committed to giving good advice. And so are you. Yes. And I think that is good advice. What I think that people end up getting trapped in is thinking that if they go to rent, that's the end all be all and not setting any kind of a path towards being able to have home ownership. You can run those numbers five different ways. It's indisputable. The American citizen should own homes if they want to build wealth versus rent. There are talking heads out there that will say you should rent where you live and you should buy something as investment property, but you should rent your primary home, like where you live. And so that's a total reversal, but that's for people who have money to invest in all these Airbnbs and somebody like, on, I forget where it was. It might've been like Instagram or something. I saw some reels. Some dude said pretty much like exactly that. They're like, oh, we perpetually rent and we won't like own our own home, but we have investment properties and whatever. Yeah, that I mean, man got so roasting yeah well guess what you are an owner you are a homeowner and you we're just trying to say that he there. wasn't you're still an owner you're still benefiting from the ownership of of a of four walls and a roof somewhere even if you don't live in it okay yeah some people do have to rent i understand that it is totally. not as cut and dry to get a house and qualify for a house today as it was even five six years ago i totally get that there's such a need for rentals totally fine but do not try to relate to the everyday renter by saying, we always rent and we'll never buy when yeah. you are literally the landlord of the people that you are saying that you're relating to. If you look at the demographics and the socioeconomic data in cities, it's very renter heavy. That just comes from just the lack of resources in order to buy homes. But if you're somebody who makes decent money 
and you have a good job and you live somewhere where homes are available and you're going to be living there for a, a substantial amount of time, you should home. I'm not going to be like down your throat saying, get a house, you have to get a house. <sighs> no, I'm open for conversations. I will always say that obviously owning a home is a great investment and you are going to only be able to build wealth with that. Uh, absolutely. But open to the conversation that if somebody tells me that the reason why they are going to choose to rent is because they have no idea where their life is going to be within the next year or two years yep. and they might be like getting up and their job is not secured in this one place or yep. say they're like, like a travel nurse or they're for promotion in a different state. All right, that's fair because you got to move in and sell your house within one year. It's not a great financial investment. It was for my one seller, though. She did still make a profit, I will say. Yeah. But you have to factor in just another layer of you got capital gains and tax if you're not there for, what, two years? Yeah, it's, a, it's about two years. So, yes, there are certain situations where it is not the best investment, but that's more speaking to any short term. Yeah, like the people that I don't understand are a lot of like people who relocate for their job, like a lot. I think military people, the VA program is great and all. I don't think it serves the vets because- Because 100% down, percent you don't down. get any, it takes so long to get equity in it because you look at the, um, atomized, why can't I say this word? Please say it, the atomization scale. Amortization. I, that one, so many concepts together. You get, oh, here's your mortgage payment. A whopping $5 is going towards your principal. It's yeah. like, at least you have your money that you put well, down and VA, you, it's 100% down. It takes a while to build some equity. Here's the irony is that military people, they're moving they're a lot. They're the ones moving the most. They're the ones moving the most and they have 100% equity. But then when they go to sell, they don't have the equity to tap to pay for transfer tax and realtor fees and moving costs and all that stuff. So the, the irony is that the loan program that needs the most mobility doesn't have it. And so like, I look at- I had that know, conversation with a client actually who had purchased their house with, with a VA loan. They've been in it for now at least 10 years, which is like, that's fine. They now have equity in it, but we're talking about getting another, a new loan to potentially move. Yeah. And when they were very dead set on VA loan because of the like 100% benefit. Keep, keep in mind though, just as a qualifier, I don't mean to interrupt, but a VA, oh. a VA, you can put, it's not like you right, can't yeah. put money down. But you can. That's what makes it attractive. But there's a lot of military people who just go for the 100%. They're like, oh, that's nice. I don't have to put down any money and I can just start owning a home. But I don't think it necessarily serves people in the end as much as people think it does. Again, it all depends on how you use it. But yeah. they're really like dead set on wanting to use the VA loan. And when our lender showed them side by side with conventional, a conventional option, it actually ended up making more financial sense to them as far as like being a better investment for yeah. them. And this isn't an entire topic on how VA loans work. Oh, that would be a good one though. I think it's a great program that exists and I'm glad that it is available, but I think it's something that needs to at least be discussed of if it is a financially suitable for your specific situation. Yeah. We were just talking about a client that we have and we had a private deal that we could have put them in. I don't want to put people into homes where they're stressed in six months about their payment. Look at this. The further we go on, the more we're agreeing. No, I'm saying I won't put, I, I will tell mm -hmm. someone to continue to rent until they've saved up enough money. Okay, so they here's, don't buy oh, that, that was short lived. Here's the devil's advocate coming back. Okay. <laughs> I knew we couldn't last that long. No, I, you didn't let me finish my point. That's okay. That's what I'm going to interrupt. Um, uh, no, but in, you know, FHA is another a government loan program and they let some people in. With, hold on, wait, I had a point before you moved past it. Oh, I'm sorry. You had a point. You literally said, I'm going to, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You just said that I'd rather have people continue to rent and save up more money. A lot of people who are renting 
can't save money while they're renting because their money's going towards the rent. I believe that people shouldn't necessarily hemorrhage all their cash. They can make up, they can save over what they're paying in their rent in order to put more money down to keep that payment down when they actually buy. When someone buys a house, it's the same thing with stock. If you buy too much stock and you spend way too much of your money, then you're not gonna have money for any other things. Same thing as if you buy a house, you want that payment, and we've talked about this on multiple episodes, you want that payment to be manageable, not only from a dollars and cents in and out from a paycheck to paycheck situation, you want that payment to be where you can still put yourself on a trajectory for other wealth endeavors. And I don't like some of these government loan programs like FHA and VA that don't necessarily do that. And I think that we work with really responsible lenders. We work with really responsible people because that they share my philosophy. I won't. And I get laughed out of rooms about this shit because we were like, oh, they say they're qualified and that's just capitalism and caveat emptor buyer beware. I'm like, fuck that, man. We just went through like 15, 15 years ago. We just went through a whole thing about people buying houses they shouldn't be buying. Yeah. And so I feel very strongly about protecting the consumer. Yeah, that's why I always ask our lender. Like when we're going to see a house before we even go and I talk with Mike about, Mike is our lender, can they qualify for it? Yes, I said, but can they practically live here? Yeah. That's why I'm very selective with which lenders are being used because any lender who just wants to close a deal says, oh yeah, sure, but it'll put their debt to income at like 54%. Yeah. And then they're eating ramen for the rest of their life. But I say, okay, but if they do get it, what is their quality of life? look like and he will tell us no it's going to be tight and then would advise against it yeah and i again there's within the context of this question yes in general the american consumer should own homes instead of rent because it does put them on the trajectory of wealth building um versus paying someone else's mortgage through through their rent there are times where this logistical from a timing marital financial there are times when it's no you shouldn't buy a house you shouldn't buy a house right now you won't hear anybody say that that's not the battle cry and i just care about giving good advice to people to make sure that they make the right decisions because i just i don't want to be woken up at night thinking did i just ruin this person's life like yeah on paper they could afford it but no, that's something I would they, never they, do. They really are going to be, they're going to be fucked when that HVAC system goes. And I know people think I'm naive and they think I'm a kind of a boy scout, like I'm in the real estate space when I talk, talk to them. And there's not, I don't have a big audience for this, man. Most agents are trying to do the best they can, but I do think we could all do a little bit better of a job of really thinking through the logistics. And I, I also think there's a lot of realtors who don't understand what things cost. Like when I look at an HVAC system that's 15 years old and I know that the timeline on that thing's 15 to 20, I know that person's going to be buying that house Mm -hmm. and then they're going to have probably anywhere from a seven to a $10,000 replacement cost on that thing within the next few years, potentially we get a really hot summer. Who the hell knows? And it's like, can they afford that? And in a more normal market than necessarily the competitive one we're about to get into, that's where you can also be able to throw that into offers and be able to ask, okay, can we get, we all know this is going to be on its last leg. Can we get a credit for that? That's right. But it's hard. It's hard. Back when I first started, it was like houses for 65 days. It's yeah, we need a full 6% assist. Like that can happen in certain circumstances, but it's really, it's the buyer really needs to have the right people in place to, to advocate for themselves. But I also want to go and just say, like, this episode is not meant to be discouraging where it's like, you've got no shot, bud. That's not what this is about. 
I just wanted to be absolutely clear and disseminate our philosophy is that we're all about putting people into homes safely. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling you that since 2021, since you first started. Like, I'm not into selling people a bill of goods and tell them everything's going to be warm and squishy and it's going to be totally fine and nothing's ever going to go wrong and peachy keen and any other analogy or metaphor you want to come up with. Oh, you said peachy keen. Yeah, I said peachy keen. (laughs) But as somebody who owns a house, I've owned other houses, I know things that can come up. And again, we always talk about a lot of preparation, having people in your corner, and that's who we are. But I just wanted to talk about this because it's like people don't, you go and follow a hundred realtors on Instagram, not one person's talking about this. It's all about buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. And it's like like me saying, of course, it's a good investment. But that's, it's, I say that so declaratively because in my mind, when somebody asks me, is owning a home a good investment? Yeah. I say obviously because the only place my mind goes to is doing it responsibly because it's not even a second thought in my mind to just get somebody in with who is not adequately equipped to be able to handle the home or be able to live comfortably. But so long as you do it correctly and you have people who are actually advising, defending you, then of of course it is. Yeah. And if you can, obviously. I may be a little bit more impulsive than the average person. And when I made the decision to buy my house, it was a a conversation between my old roommate and I saying, she said, I don't want to rent here anymore. And it was a, okay, I'm going to move. I might as well just buy my own house. And just very over, not even overnight, was like, okay, I'm going to buy a house. and, And you are absolutely a success story of somebody who probably jumped in with two feet and didn't know. And you did it. And you're succeeding. And that's great. Imagine how much, have you calculated how much rent you would have paid since 2017? Oh, God, no. It would probably make me feel a lot better. It would be, it would be six digits. Yeah. Easily. It would be easily six digits of money that was, that's gone. I was paying a little less with a roommate in rent than I pay for my mortgage. I don't have any equity in it. It's not like but I But if can... you sold your house, you'd have... You'd have... Oh, I'd have... Yeah, it's there. Absolutely, is validity. It's more than a security deposit. It's more than a security. It's more than a security deposit. No, and the long term arc, like I will sit on any stage and talk to people about the long term arc of home ownership versus renting. I don't think many people will take that chair. There's certain people out there who are incentivized to tell you, oh, you should rent where you live and then own other things and all that. But that's for people like that. Must be able to do that. Yeah, if you are able to do that, you are not. You're not. Yeah. Why don't you also go like go go buy a share of like a gold mine in South Africa too, and all this like crazy exotic shit, or buy land in Montana. It's not like most people are just trying to do the things that they need to do to or save for college, save for their retirement, and that type of thing. If you got extra money, then great. Let's go buy. Let's go buy a McMansion or go buy something McMansion. nice. McMansion. <laughs> let's go buy something nice. Let's go buy a compound. Let's go buy a compound. But and I think uh, that the people who are renting do also agree that owning a home is a good investment. Or how stru- am I supposed to do it? There's structure. Yeah. There's structural problems. People don't have have the logistical ability to do it. They don't have the financial ability to do it. Some people like to rent just to, because of the mobility. They like the idea of being able to move every two years just to yeah. a different change of scenery. That's and I think totally that the time fine. that I spent renting was like was the time that I needed to spend renting. Some people just need to know you where they where they want to put down roots yeah. and what is going to be a little more long term. An extension of this conversation we are going to talk about in the future is about kids living in basements. Yeah. For parents. That's going to be a big one. You guys are going to want to get a cup of coffee for that because I got a lot to say on that one. But no, so I think we can agree that the, in the aggregate, in concept, in theory, that American homeownership is still alive. It's absolutely the best thing you can do. Renting yeah. for the rest of your entire life is the way to turn around when you're 65 and have nothing to show for it. But 
there are times, whether it's financial, it's logistical, marital, familial, whatever, there are times when, yeah, we're not going to tell you to buy a house. We're going to tell you to sell the house and just rent. And little known fact, realtors help with rentals too. Oh, yeah. We can help you with a rental. Yeah. And people are like, I was surprised. My cousin is also an agent in Delaware. Shout out Kim and Kayla. And they were like, I can help with rentals. I was like, what do you mean? I was always just privy to, I was in apartment complexes and leasing managers. And that's just, you go online and do. But this whole world that I've discovered of realtors being able to help you get rentals in houses that are more of what you'd want while you get ready to be able to like yeah and, al- and also That's just just being able to review your lease too like if you ever want mm-hmm. to throw a lease over to a realtor like they look at them uh a good one will look at one or one that has experience will look at one and be able to tell you the pitfalls because a lot of tenants i've seen just robo sign these things and if the landlord prepares them like they're not slanted or towards the tenant like it's like new build it's like new construction yeah, it's like new construction talk. the terms are written by the by the builder or by the landlord that's going to be uh, another podcast topic too is new construction, construction? yeah yeah and realtors can help you negotiate your rent too which is yeah. also something i don't think people know but yeah yeah i mean <laughs> just we, to be you know so that if you do need to start saving more money to be able to build up your nest egg and you do need to rent for the time being at least try to get your rent down a little yeah, bit so that yeah, you can bank some money. <laughs> it adds up. And then we'll, I think we'll definitely in the spring talk about your favorite, which is the amortization. Amortization. I actually just sent a video over to show the benefit of prepaying a little bit of your mortgage oh, yeah, yeah. every month. Like you be And how amazed. to do it. I might just put a video on the YouTube page about that because... And it, on just, the YouTubes. What's that? Nothing. I'm making fun of you. You're making fun of me. Just to show everybody like what that does, I can take like just a random house or whatever, new street or to show you, man. Yeah, you can save a lot of money, man, by prepaying your mortgage. So we'll get into all that. But I think this was a good conversation. I'm glad. You mean that, it would I'm, be a really good investment to prepay on the principal of your mortgage? Final word. You always got to get that final word, huh, Nusky? Yeah, kind of. Go right. ahead. You want to put in the final word? I'll no, let you have it. No, I've tried to wrap up this episode three, three different times, which you always have to have the last word, so I will allow you to have it this time. See you. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Millennia. For more information or to connect with us directly, you can always get a hold of us on Instagram at Millennia Podcast, double L, double N, or through each of our pages at Januski Gets It Done or at Ask Seth Anything. Until next time, keep moving up. Later.